This is Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Life's hard, and you don't need to go through it alone. Together, we're going to find God's direction for living. To join the conversation, call 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Now, live from the studios of WDCX, here's your host, Linda Penn. Hey, welcome to Today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. I am so glad you stopped by today. And it is a hard act to follow after that Carrie and Robbie show. Let me tell you, they are funny. They're good friends of mine. And uh, just congratulating Carrie for getting married. It's coming up at the end of May. And you know what? God in his redemptive power for all of us today. And what a beautiful weekend we have. I hope you were able to go to um, Good Friday service some, somewhere, some church, your church, or maybe with your friends, um, I last night, my husband and I went to Northgate, and it was, oh, what a beautiful service. As we then nailed our nails into the cross and wrote a scripture or wrote just something that we wanted to just honor God from this weekend. And now we're into Holy Saturday, and don't worry, Sunday's coming, right? Resurrection Sunday, redemption, reconciliation, we're restored, we have eternal life. He has created us new, and he has healed us from the inside out. And that's what we're going to be talking about during this time in our program. Uh, Coming up, Dr. Donna Ponner is with me from In His Name Outreach Counseling Services, of which I also do counseling and on the board there. And we wanted to talk a little bit this weekend about recovering, what it means to be reconciled, and what is the pattern for that, because you know what? There is hope. There's hope in every day. Now, our media doesn't tell us we have any hope. Our world doesn't tell us we have any hope. Sometimes even our circumstances. Well, you think by feeling there is no hope. But I want you to know there's hope. There's hope. The way, the truth, and the life is in Jesus Christ. What a privilege to be able to be at Samuel Grand Manor last Saturday as Moms for America came together and we were sold out in two weeks' time. You just couldn't get anybody in there. If we had had two more weeks, we could have tripled it. But God just brought it. Moms for America got a hold. Beth Pilato, an attorney here, family law, kind of got in contact with Moms for America. And they said, oh, we're going to take this um, to Texas. And uh, Beth said, no, 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 no. Don't take it to Texas. We need it here in New York. So, in two weeks' time, turn around, I was so privileged to interview most of those speakers from 1 to um, 2.30, live from Samuel Grand's Manor, and we got to speak with Ashley Bratcher, who was the gal who starred in Unplanned, talked to a pastor from Texas, a woman educator who's taken the Supreme Court on and won about things that need to be changed in our educational system to protect our children with sex education education and some other things and the speakers are just phenomenal and you can go back in my archives and listen to them I couldn't have all of them on that spoke that day there were many but you can go to mom's march of america or mom's for america dot us look up that weekend and you'll be able to hear all the speakers part one and part two for that day, which is a couple of hours, and I strongly, strongly encourage you to do that. And you can also listen to my archives, todayslivinghope.com, last weekend, and listen to the people that were interviewed. It was absolutely phenomenal. I'm telling you, God is working, 
And he's using that movie. He's using people to make a difference. Ordinary people to stand up for Christ. To stand up for what the Bible means and says. And yet have great compassion and love for those who need that. And that movie, I hope if you haven't had a chance to go see it, you just must. You just must go see that. Well, as we start our program, uh, after our first break, I'll be talking with Donna about um, recovery, recovery coaching, recovery and people from addictions. What is the process that this is part two of a three-part series? And a couple weeks ago, um, I'm looking at the date, I think it was March the 16th, we started a series on change. What brings us to that change as a uh, just a summary of codependency or some other things we talked to. The foundation for needing change was part one. Part two now is what is the process of change to be chained. You with me? (laughs) To be changed. And then part three is going to be the beautiful result of a changed life that is healed, is whole, and I know all of us who do counseling at I know we have seen that happen. And it's been absolutely exciting and rewarding because isn't that why we were here on earth? For us to make an impact for Jesus and other people's lives, whether it's mentoring, whether it's raising children, whether it's discipling, whether it's counseling. What does it take to raise a child? A whole church. What does it take? A whole village that wants to live for Jesus. What does it take? A combination of mom and dad working together. What does it take to know the word of God and how we walk forward in that? Well, we're going to take the first break. You are listening to Today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. That would be on WDCX 99.5 FM and 970 AM. Yes, we go clear above Barrie, Ontario, Western New York, Pennsylvania, streaming worldwide. So we are available anytime you need us or you want us. We're going to take our first break. And if you don't have all you need for Easter, I know someplace where you can stop. And that would be Bender's Christian Bookstore. We'll be right back. For centuries, people have wrestled with questions regarding the future. And as Christians, we have long asked what the Bible has to say about it. Now Dr. David Jeremiah offers a definitive collection of resources on Bible prophecy, end times, and the apocalypse. And it's on sale now at Bender's Christian Store. If you saw him at the Overcomer Tour in Rochester or listened to his radio show Turning Point, you've heard Dr. Jeremiah talk about his new book, Book of Signs, a comprehensive exploration of biblical prophecies and signs. You will see not only how God's Word offers insights into the future, but also how Scripture builds faith through the events of the past and encouragement through the uncertainty of the present. Stop into Bender's Christian Store now and check out Book of Signs for yourself. It's a truly epic and authoritative guide to biblical prophecy, a must-have resource for all Christians. And this month, it's on sale in hardcover for 40% off. So reconnect with your friends at Bender's Christian Store and check out all the gifts that they have for you and your loved ones. They're 8550 Sheridan Drive, just a mile east of the Eastern Hills Mall. You can also find them on Facebook or call them at 716-633-5757. They look forward to seeing you there. 
Hope gives meaning to life. It's a strong and confident expectation we have as believers. Operation Exodus USA is a Christian organization that exists to provide that same kind of hope to Jewish people who want to immigrate to Israel. According to God's Word, He has a plan, purpose, and promise to every Jewish person to return to their ancestral homeland, and we are called to help their return. Operation Exodus USA stays true to God's Word. Their purpose is to assist Jewish people who want to move to Israel and to encourage Christians like us to help. Through their ministry, Operation Exodus USA has helped tens of thousands of Jewish people return to their homeland. You can play a vital role in providing hope to Jewish people right here in the western New York area by being a prayer partner and by making a donation. Just visit OperationExodusUSA.org or call 877-633-7613. Operation Exodus USA, from hope to home. Ephesians 1 7, I am forgiven of all my sins. Walking with you through the trials of everyday life, it's Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Now, oh, Ephesians 1 7, so appropriate for this weekend and so appropriate for life. We are forgiven of all of our sins, past, present, and future. And you know, when Jesus died on the cross for our sins, if that is true, he not only died for the sins that you did to others or to yourself, He died for all the sins or the wrongs that were done from you, from other people, to you. So that means there is healing. There is total healing. I just thought the other day about forgiveness. Uh, We've all had things we don't want to forgive or people or we have a hard time struggling to do it. And if Jesus forgave me of my sins then shouldn't it be possible, not based on feelings, but based on the position of who we are in Christ as being totally forgiven, he's risen, we have a new life, it's wiped out, then we can forgive others and be even more set free. Powerful, powerful stuff, isn't it? We need to spend some time thinking about that. Well, my guest today is, welcome Donna, how are you? Ah, nice to see you. Lena. Nice to see you. I think I see you uh, every week, and then now I get to see you on my radio program. It's so nice. It is, and I was thinking as you were um, talking about, you know, uh, what Christ did for us and, and our thankfulness. You know, as I go into Holy Week, there's always just that one sentence that always resonates within me. You know, I had a debt I couldn't pay, and he paid the debt mm. that he didn't owe and that always puts me in that place of gratefulness. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and thankfulness, and know that he has more for us. And when we surrender to that, then he really starts showing us great, mighty things for ourselves. Isn't it wonderful? Mighty. <laughs> mighty. It really, really, it really is. Well, we started a, th- uh, a three-part series, and on March the 16th, we started the series about change. And the first part of it was how did we get to the point that we know we need changed? Yeah, we and talked a lot about barriers, didn't yes, we? Yes, the barriers uh, of that. One of them is codependency. It is. And um, another one is just the, the type of relationships that we're in that have caused deep wounds, deep sorrow, um, that has caused us to look to other things, those barriers being what would be some barriers, Donna? Well, when you think about feelings, 
You know, and you and I were talking right before we walked in here on how it wasn't that long ago that it was just told to everybody. And the question was, well, how do you feel about that? And we became a, a nation of feelings. And, you know, when we just start acting on feelings without the Word of God being the instruction manual to those feelings, those feelings don't know what to do. So they end up going haywire. Yes, they trump our truth that we really know. They trump our belief. They trump um, our feelings about God or even that there is a God um, at the service last night. So many were, people were saying, oh, my gosh, the, just the service and the worship and just so glad that they came. And then honestly admitting, you know, what, I really didn't even want to come tonight. Uh, it's the end of a week. It, you know, I'm tired. I just want to sit down and relax. And we talked about the one you miss is the one you should have gone to, right. but yet so so glad that you show you know you go ahead and go you go ahead and do do so we're we're kind of changing from changed and the barriers the the dysfunction the uh, the, the codependency the wounds that have kept us spiraling down the lies that we um, believe that are not truth the wrong beliefs about mm-hmm. us whether we blame God or ourselves or others or even how we treat someone else um, is is really detrimental and then God as he answers prayer and he wants his people to come to him he begins to start something else in our lives drawing ourselves for change because even even the thoughts that we think can take us to places that we never should go. And when we entertain uh, negative or inappropriate thoughts, yeah, there you go, right downhill. Mm-hmm. And um, you, I teach a healing journey class and um, just compliments what we're doing here. And we're going to talk a little bit about that as we go through those things. But the starting point, I'm I'm just, I don't know how to get there. I don't know how to pull myself out. I may even be not wanting to pull myself out, but here's one thing I know for sure. I am sick and tired of being mm-hmm. sick and tired of my life, and there has to be something more. And I don't know how to get it. I don't know where to go, but something has to change. Even in, in my heart, I don't even begin that way, but it starts to wrestle, and it starts to pull us. Uh, I don't think we have time to take a lot of calls today, but I would open the phone lines here at the very beginning, and, I, and we can take one call uh, and uh, we're just going to trust God. If you want to uh, make a comment or you want to ask a question, we'll be open for that. 883-5000 or outside of the area, 888-684-2848. So, Donna, where does this begin in this restlessness? Well, as you had said, we took the C-H-A-N out of change and Uh, We talked about the chains that bound us. Now, today, as we start with some of the material that I feel is important for us, the first thing that we look at is material created. We had a conference just two weeks ago which kind of spurred this, and the conference name was Changes. Mm -hmm. And uh, at In His Name Outreach, or I Know, um, we brought in Dr. DiClemente, who is well known for his book, The Stages of Change. And, you know, he had, um, in, he had identified five stages that were very important. And when we start thinking about Easter and, you know, Holy Saturday is a great day to think about that change. You know, the chains yesterday at Good Friday that could hold us back from forward movement 
to today thinking about the change part of it. How do I change so that on Resurrection Sunday I am ready to be changed? I think part of that, too, is in that movement is we become flatlined mm. in our emotions. Our feelings grab us and keep us stuck. But the other thing is we become flatlined to the point that we don't see that change is even possible. We get so stuck in it could be generational sin, it could be strongholds, it could be addictive things have just got a hold of us. But all things are possible. They are, and, you know, that starts us right into that very first um, component of change where one may find themselves that, you know, we call that contemplation. It's the place where somebody has um, an idea or a thought or is presented, but, you know, the first thing that somebody says in in pre-contemplation is no. No, yes. thank you. So, yes, I'm glad you said pre-contemplation um, because there is even a stage before wanting to do something, and that's the stage of resisting. Yes. Uh, and um, it's been so wonderful to see God's empowering light to change people and transform them as we learn those things. And they may, they certainly lack the confidence in pre-contemplation. Yes. In, they don't even know how. Um, they tend to view behavior as having more positive than negative or more negative than positive, Donna, what would you say? Um, More negative than positive because there's a defensiveness um, that plays in denial where you can even lack awareness. And, you know, I I think I was talking with Craig McRae, one of your sponsors, Mm -hmm. yesterday, and we were talking about it, and it's like, you know, pre-contemplation, who did that in the Bible? And I, I love Craig. He's like, think about Balaam's donkey. You know? oh, yeah. <laughs> think about Balaam and, yes. and the story. You know, he didn't, he didn't want to stop. He beat that donkey three times because he just didn't want to know and be aware. Mm-hmm. I think of no, um, the guy who jumped in the, um, got swallowed up by the whale. Oh, Jonah. Jonah. He didn't want to do what God wanted him to do. He was like, he put his heels in and he was resisting. And sometimes something has to happen to get our attention. So, um, wow, you know, you can even be swallowed up by a big fish. True. And sometimes, you know, we've done things that we've thought were going to move forward and then we failed. So we thought that we wouldn't have any confidence in doing that ever. Uh, and so pre-contemplation can hold us back. But maybe we thought we've tried a little bit before and it just didn't work at all. So then I retreated even more into um, denial. And you would say, well, you know, how could that be a stage of change? Well, it is the very first stage that one enters when one wants to change. And, you know, if we want to put this in the everyday, we have a, a... you know, world right now that is facing uh, the opiate epidemic. And, you know, when we think about recovery, so many times you want to put that person into recovery right away, into rehab, into whatever, and they stick their heels in and they're like, no, I'm not going there. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, think about the marriages that are rocky and the wife turns to the husband or the husband to the wife and says, you know, we've got a problem. Can we go to counseling? And the spouse says, I don't see any problem here. You know, people always fight. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, or they get to the point of it just never even happened. 
you know, I'm just in total denial. I don't. I really don't have a problem. I don't know what you're talking about. My pro- it isn't my problem. It happens to be your problem. Right. Mm. Not good. Yeah. No. So you know that first one, pre-contemplation. Um, what we then try to do is start to push into the contemplation stage. And in that one, you know, someone who has tried before perhaps or um, the nice thing about contemplation is that their failures or pain tends to soften the uh, desire to and get them to a place where they can desire that a change can happen. And then we kind of come to the realization that um, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. I begin to see a glimmer mm-hmm. or I get encouragement from others to help me start that process. Well, it's time to take uh, our second break. And uh, I want to welcome a brand new sponsor. And uh, that is Jimmy Scaringi from Synergy Wellness and Nutrition. He will be on our program next week and how we're going to lay out the foundations. We're going to do some two or three part series and it's going to be fantastic what God is going to do to heal then your body as well. Hey, Linda Penn, WDCX, Today's Living Hope. We'll be right back. Healthcare, we all need it, but who you choose to help you take care of your health can make all the difference in the world. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, they have an approach that may be different and better than what you're used to. They promote preventive care and reversal of the disease process. Because God created our bodies in a perfect way, we're all designed to heal, not just be absent of symptoms, to truly heal. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, their focus is your total well-being, physically, mentally, and spiritually. They want to help restore your God-given abilities to heal and thrive without medication or surgery. It's time to choose Synergy Nutrition and Wellness as part of your health care. Call them today for your initial consultation at 716-264-4248. That's 716-264-4248. For more information, visit their website at 716synergy.com or check them out on Facebook, Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. Are you tired of not knowing what to do? Have yours or others' poor choices affected your life? Have you been taken advantage of by someone or something you trusted? These are just some of the areas where In His Name Outreach can help. They are known for their excellent counseling and recovery services. If you've been hurt, they are there. All areas of counseling available for you and your family. If addiction has hurt you and those you love, they are there. Faith-based and ready to meet your needs, they offer a wide range of supportive services such as Christ-centered 12-step recovery, life-changing evidence-based programs, certified recovery coaching, and peer advocacy. They also offer topical seminars and customized workshops too. Centrally located with ample parking and a resource that is available to you. They are a call away. Won't you call today? 716-464-3681 or check out IHNO.org. Today's Living Hope has been a blessing to you and so many WDCX listeners. Host Linda Penn is here for you as she continues to bring you the best in conversation every Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. to help you find hope to fulfill your purpose and destiny for living. 
you've grown in your spiritual walk with the Lord and want to support the efforts of this incredible ministry. Learn more about how you can become a sponsor or advertising partner today. If you are a business or individual, you can donate to Today's Living Hope nonprofit organization. All donations are tax deductible. Email lindapenn at todayslivinghope.com or call 716-906-4620. Today's Living Hope, empowering people with purpose and destiny. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Join Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn each Saturday. Hey, thanks for being with us today on such a special weekend. And it being our Easter, uh, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, which without it, we wouldn't have the gospel. Without it, we wouldn't have eternal life. Without it, we wouldn't have hope. Without it, we wouldn't have healing. We wouldn't have the blessing. We wouldn't have the word of God to just guide us and help us and protect us. Well, my guest today is Dr. Donna Potter, and she is from, in his name, Outreach Counseling and Recovery Services. So glad to have her here today. And oh, I wanted to also mention uh, to sign up for our Bible studies that are going to start at Bender's starting Tuesday morning. The book of It Wasn't Supposed to Happen This Way by Lisa Turkish. Great study. Thursday nights, there's two being offered, the book of James and then the book of Habakkuk. Both of them are short studies. Go on my website, todayslivinghope.com, look them up, sign up for one. We'll have books for you, and we'll start it this week. I know it's spring break, but you can even skip a week and still jump in, and you're going to be fine. Also, October 4th, 5th, and 6th, save the date. It is going to be our Women's Western New York Breakaway Weekend at Ellicottville at the Holiday Resort. And um, two nights, two full days, two nights. It is very reasonable. Um, A room of four will be $199. Complete food, resources, and fun for the whole weekend. That's all it costs. Where you can get that, that's usually 100 a night or so just for, for your room. So we'll have more details out, but if you save 10 or $15, depending if you're going to be two to a room, three to a room, or four to a room, you can get there and you got your money. I don't want anybody saying, oh, it seems so expensive. I don't have any money. Girls, we know how to get what we want, right? Spiritual weekend, a getaway. Put it in a coffee can. Stow it away. Take it out of your food budget. Use your coupons. It can happen. It can happen. Just letting you know. More information soon up on the website. Hey, Donna, we talked about in um, kind of the process towards change now in our second part. First part we had March 16th. You can go on the archives and listen to it. We talked about that pre-contemplation. Now how about the, the, the stage of taking us a little bit closer in contemplating as we inch our way forward into change? And it happens slowly, doesn't it? Sometimes it happens really fast. It's different for each person. It, that's very, very true. It can be very different for each individual because that pre-contemplation really, as we said before, that's the no. I, I just, no, no, no. And no matter how much you talk to me, I'm still going to say no. But it starts to make me slightly aware. And then as we get into the contemplation, it's like, Maybe, maybe. And mm-hmm. so that maybe stage, um, you know, it's where perhaps somebody just starts thinking about it. Well, maybe. Hmm. 
maybe, just maybe. And that's where I really believe the prayers of those who are around them are so, so important. Um, No matter how long you've been praying, even if we don't see it, God is working around because he wishes that no one should perish from eternity and from our lives. He created us. We're human beings. He put us here on earth for a reason. And it wasn't to have a difficult time of life that eventually does us in. That's not what God intended. For sure. And that's one of the reasons we have to watch who we allow to speak into our life as well. Because as we're going in through these changes, you know, the negative can come in as well. Somebody can have a bad group of people and um, when they get talking and then you think about, well, maybe... Uh, not so good, but when you allow good Christian friends or those people around you who you trust start to, who love you and care about you, and you know there'll be times that I'll be in a session with somebody and I'll say, well, what if you give yourself permission to forgive this person and move on? And then I start to see the maybe expression across somebody's face and there's you know just the the beauty of the awareness of realizing that maybe something can change well the nails that were put in his hands created the holes and it he bore our sins the redemptive power when he was resurrected is that His hands and his feet were scarred, but they were healed. Amen. So, I just gave me Holy Spirit chills. I know. (laughs) It just took me to a different place. (laughs) So, that is totally possible. And it's really difficult when you're hurting. It's really difficult when you have a hole in your heart that you've then allowed to dictate your feelings to the point that you have made choices to try to satisfy cover up with all the wrong things that can really not take care we've put a band-aid on it or in some cases we've taken a pill or -hmm. we've had something to drink or whatever it is if you're listening out there we all have our avenues of how to satisfy ourselves um, through our pain Uh, and yet God is saying and drawing so as we're being drawn to me one of the things to just I'm embarrassed. I feel shameful. I feel guilty. Or it's not even my fault. So look at all the stages somebody goes through, even in the contemplation of wanting to get help. Where our prayers, where our encouragement, our support, not saying we don't set boundaries, but look how necessary it is for us to come around people who are struggling with that. Did Jesus come around people? All the time. Yep. And that's, you know, that was his ministry. And relationship was his ministry. And so, um, you know, we need people who can help bring us through these stages. And like you said, uh, a person can go through them quickly or somebody may take a very long time, uh, even years and years to actually break through these stages. Mm -hmm. So, you know, by bringing these five stages forward and thinking about where are you, the listener, 
in something that is important in your life? Have you actually stopped and said, well, you know, maybe this is worth thinking about. Maybe I should contemplate Mm. change. I've been wanting to change a long time. I've been wanting to work out, but, you know, January came and went. It was my resolution, and I quit the day after. Well, you know, maybe now's the time to start to contemplate it Mm. again. What a time, too. We've always talked about, you know, those New Year's resolutions don't last very long. <laughs> those other things don't last very long. This is a, we talked about spring being a new beginning, you know. Um, part of it is by um, circumstances. I do now know I need to spring clean my house right? and wash the windows. I see the, all that stuff happening. But why not use this weekend for hope? Resurrection mm-hmm. Sunday. No matter where you are, whether you uh, are going to church or not. But you know and you're contemplating something has to be different. And as we're speaking to you, you are being drawn or pulled to say, could it be different? Could it make a difference if I get some help? You know, the the hard part, the, the part that destroys us is the part when we don't seek help. Mm-hmm. That's true, and that's one of the reasons why that I know we're there for whether it's recovery, whether yes. it's uh, individual counseling, marriage counseling, uh, recovery coaching, mm-hmm. uh, educational pieces, seminars, workshops, uh, conferences. We we are the the place that is safe and the place that you can come to get those needs met or actually have somebody come alongside you because you have been contemplating and now you want to move forward we can help you in those next stages yes and that's why it is a confidential place it is a safe place and it's also from people that are doing the counseling where god has done a work in our lives he has healed us in some areas we wouldn't be here otherwise. We wouldn't be here otherwise. And some of the things that we, we we know what people are going through. We know what the pain is. We know pain doesn't isn't taken care of by time. It's true. You can't relocate. You can't go to Florida from New York and just say everything's going to be fine because you went with them. You went there. That pain and that suffering went with you. You can't deny it and you can't run from it. So now may be the time to say, you know what, i got to seek some help here. And that was one of the reasons I said to God, when God said, you're going to counsel, I said, me? I've made every mistake in the book. How could you dare use me? Mm-hmm. He's got a sense of humor. He does have a sense of humor, and he still has a redemptive blood. And you and I have talked when we talked about counseling and doing counseling, and we know people that have taken all the courses, they've done all the things, and what makes them the effective counselor is that out of their own being, there's been transformation. Yes, life experience. Life experience and transformation from their own life. It's not just teaching a course or I could even teach you a Bible study. But those that have it effective is those that it had to go through me first. But a lot of people, you know, don't come, Linda, because of judgment. And, you know, I have a little stone right on my desk, my favorite possession. It says, he that is without sin casts the first stone. Absolutely. So there is no judgment. So if you're out there and you're hurting and you're afraid somebody's going to judge you because you feel that what you've done is so bad, um, you need to set it aside and you need to call. Yes, and um, know the truth and the truth will set you free Mm -hmm. and part of that contemplation is am i really ready to face 
I'm being drawn, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, yes, you can do something uh, totally about it. Um, So how is that person thinking then as you are contemplating? You may be going, I'm embarrassed about my life. I don't want anybody to know. I've kept it a secret. Now, some of it comes out because it's not secret because the behavior precedes that. Um, Or, well, I deserve it because I brought it on myself and it's my fault. So nothing should change. I should hurt from this. And so in that deserving place, you know, knowing that Christ died for you. If you were the only person in the world, mm. he would have done it. Mm. That's how much he loves you. And those who don't know that love uh, have a, a gap in that esteem. And we talked about that in part of the chains, how the emotional can really hold us back. Mm. And those feelings can really hold us back. But when we lay it aside and open up the word of God, there is transformation that happens. And that's exciting. I am a changed person. That is that is a really hard concept to grasp. Well, it is when you're in pre-contemplation or contemplation, but you don't see it. You know, because you feel it. first you said no, then you said maybe. Now we're going into the preparation stage, mm-hmm. and that's the stage that says, "Okay, okay, I hear what you're saying." Mm. We even think even God can't make this better. He hasn't been with me all along. Why would he make it better now? Well, you know, the the intention comes into play mm-hmm. here. And, you know, when we start thinking about even uh, David and his progression of the three anointings, you know, that started in 1 Samuel, uh, the preparation that he did as he went through the the segments of his life and, you know, how we need that anointing in our life as well can you think of anybody else in the bible that was kind of at this contemplation stage who are you think are you thinking of somebody particular well i was kind of thinking of moses oh how how much he resisted and didn't want to be used well i stutter i can't do this i'm not going to do that and blah 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 gave you know no there's no way right so he went somebody else right he went from uh uh-uh no way pre-contemplation to, well, maybe, and then um, God gave him Aaron Mm -hmm. and took the barrier away. See, God knows everything that has happened to us. He's in all time and space, his sovereign hand of God. We cannot say that everything that happened to us was God's fault because, honestly, we have to say it's by choice. Sometimes we do it to ourselves. Many times. Many times we do it by, you know, just... And sometimes people do it to us. True. And we're a victim True. of what has happened to us. True. Um, was Jesus a victim? I would say no. No. What made him, it seemed like he could have been, if you would think, why did he have to carry all, everybody's sin? What made him who he is is that the power of Jesus Christ and the power of the cross of the atoning blood set him free 
But it's also sometimes you don't know no, ahead of no. time. And, you know, I was talking to my friend Linda this morning and how um, that there was a situation where a woman said to me this morning that she is, how could, how could God allow this to happen? Because she's discouraged because what she wanted um, in regards, it was uh, around a child. What she wanted was kind of uh, pushed back six months. And uh, how could God allow this? And I just for a moment stopped and thought and said, you know what? If you can't deal with being discouraged before a child, how will you learn the discouragement that comes with a child? Wow. Yes. Yes. You don't always see it. No. But it, it's for our good. Just like when Jesus, if you looked at his life and the scourging and the the spitting upon and the crown of thorns, you would say he was a victim. But when you look at what happened. Yes. Yes. In Ephesians, no, it's not Ephesians, it's Isaiah. What the world has meant for evil, God has meant for good, so that many will be saved. Amen. 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 Hey, we're going to take our next break, and um, we will have Deborah Minolte on from 2.30 to 3, and I'm so excited to talk to her because this is the first time in how many years Passover lines up with the the date of how we're celebrating Easter. Have that between 2.30 and 3. Hey, don't go away. We're going to be right back more with Dr. Donna Potter from In His Name Outreach. Hope gives meaning to life. It's a strong and confident expectation we have as believers. Operation Exodus USA is a Christian organization that exists to provide that same kind of hope to Jewish people who want to immigrate to Israel. According to God's Word, He has a plan, purpose, and promise to every Jewish person to return to their ancestral homeland, and we are called to help their return. Operation Exodus USA stays true to God's Word. Their purpose is to assist Jewish people who want to move to Israel and to encourage Christians like us to help. Through their ministry, Operation Exodus USA has helped tens of thousands of Jewish people return to their homeland. You can play a vital role in providing hope to Jewish people right here in the western New York area by being a prayer partner and by making a donation. Just visit OperationExodusUSA.org or call 877-633-7613. Operation Exodus USA, from hope to home. For centuries, people have wrestled with questions regarding the future. And as Christians, we have long asked what the Bible has to say about it. Now Dr. David Jeremiah offers a definitive collection of resources on Bible prophecy, end times, and the apocalypse. And it's on sale now at Bender's Christian Store. If you saw him at the Overcomer Tour in Rochester or listened to his radio show Turning Point, you've heard Dr. Jeremiah talk about his new book, Book of Signs, a comprehensive exploration of biblical prophecies and signs. You will see not only how God's Word offers insights into the future, but also how Scripture builds faith through the events of the past and encouragement through the uncertainty of the present. Stop into Bender's Christian Store now and check out Book of Signs for yourself. It's a truly epic and authoritative guide to biblical prophecy, a must-have resource for all Christians. And this month it's on sale in hardcover for 40% off. So reconnect with your friends at Bender's Christian Store and check out all the gifts that they have for you and your loved ones. 
They're 8550 Sheridan Drive, just a mile east of the Eastern Hills Mall. You can also find them on Facebook or call them at 716-633-5757. They look forward to seeing you there. Empowering you to minister to your world. Here's today's Living Hope. Hey, welcome back. Today we have been talking to Dr. Donna Potter from In His Name Outreach, and we're talking about how to get into this next stage. Uh, March the 16th, we talked about change. What are the barriers from keeping people from making changes? And that would be any type of change at all. I mean, this part can be specific or general, but making changes. Second part today, we're um, talking about what are you feeling and how are you getting towards that of being able to make that decision to want help take the necessary steps for change. We talked about pre um, mm-hmm. pre contemplation. We talked about change to the state of actually then moving from that pre to contemplation. And now um, let's talk about preparation. What I love about preparation is the person's getting ready to actually change behavior. You know, and and it's not just changing the behavior, but actually um, an attitude around that. And, you know, uh, for us, we find it easier when we find the hope in Christ to be able to move forward like that. But preparation, uh, you know, it's a desire to change. But sometimes I might say, well, I'll change soon. (laughs) Soon. Yeah, soon. I plan on starting Monday. Right. Is that soon enough? <laughs> yeah. Done that myself, right? <laughs> Done that myself. Um, I want to do it soon. person may have already started to increase that change of behavior or a specific behavior or even getting some help, and yet there's even stages in that. Oh, definitely. You know, because being on the verge of change, it's like... I'm starting to be prepared for the commitment. Like somebody who wants to take your Bible study. Um, you know, they know that it's there, but they really didn't make the commitment until you now said, well, it's going to start on Tuesday. And so now we're starting to change from that contemplation into preparation. I have to make that appointment. Mm-hmm. I have to decide I'm going to follow through, show up. Because it's a commitment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, whether it's an appointment for a counseling or what we're talking about or a Bible study yeah. or a commitment, commitment anywhere, which means I've got to change my behavior from what I've been doing and how busy I am that I have to decide to work this in. And that can come overwhelming. The other thing I think God uses to help us get there is the feeling of the pain. Mm-hmm. It starts to, you know, I can't take this anymore. It starts crushing in on me. Um, it feels like it's going to kill me. And uh, if it's an addictive thing, it may kill you. That's true. And I think of, you know, how things build. And I even think about a pregnant woman. Uh, you know, think about that. A pregnant woman has nine months of that, that uh, discomfort starts to slowly grow and then it grows worse and worse and worse Uh, our problems tend to do the same thing until all of a sudden it's so big and there and in your face and the pain becomes so great as we start to deliver or birth it that 
got to do something. Mm-hmm. And in those stages from the previous ones that we talked about, sometimes there's bargaining that goes on. If you do this, I'll do that. Um, and we're not realizing totally um, what needs to 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 happen. We have that pain that's going on that it's keeping us from uh, facing it. And then the things of preparation for change, we're actually saying, finally, I need some help. So before that could be some pride. Now I'm becoming more humble to say, okay, I really need to get some help um, to go forward with this. And I cannot do this um, by myself. So in working that, um, intending to change, coming along with that is I'm willing to listen, get some help, and find out how I can actually make some changes. And so, in, uh, you know, being prepared to make them, we might have already even started to make some small changes. Um, maybe the small change was a married couple who has been having difficulty. The small change might have been, well, I'm going to sit down with my spouse and a cup of coffee and say, we do need counseling. Um, the small change may be, okay, I'm going to make the the appointment, but... I'm not going to make it for this week. I'm going to make it for a couple weeks <laughs> down the road. Haven't we all been there? Sure. Haven't, I mean, sure. let's just be honest. And if you're listening out there, this this is very real stuff. And you can relate to it as you're listening to us. And yet we're encouraging you. Resurrection weekend. It's time for a change. It is. And we can help you with that. And um, that there are stages. And God meets every one of us where we are. And he takes us where we need to go. He is such a loving God. He hasn't given up on us. No, he hasn't. He hasn't given up on us at all. Um, and I think that the first, as we go into like the healing journey classes that I do, the one of the very first things in the first five weeks, and it is 29 weeks, but I tell you, these gals are so committed <laughs> to because they want to be healed. And we had one for men as well. The realization then of how much he truly loves us comes into play as you want to make these changes and it's beautifully not in a bad way but beautifully overwhelming in a good way that's how he operates right yeah for sure and you know i think about just my apple tree when i look out the window this morning and i saw that there are actually blooms that are are actually the blossoms are wanting to burst through but first they have to start the little those little fuzzy things yeah it just bring begins to sprout up you see those buds coming or those flowers it's coming preparing up. it's preparing it's pushing through it's it's birthing a new thing a new growth in a new way in a new season in a new season a beginning again mm-hmm. that's what i love about the four seasons they all right? have a beginning for the next stage of where we need to be that's what we're talking about this week that's what we're talking about today on this hour for if you need recovery from something, that God is good. Hey, we're going to need to take those breaks. Just really come up, don't they? They come up fast. Hey, if you have a question or something or you want more information, all you have to do is email me at lindapenn at todayslivinghope.com. When we come back, I'll give you the address of uh, for In His Name Outreach, and we'll talk to you more. We have a couple more comments. We have a, a two more stages we got to get through before before 2 o'clock. So don't go away. Hopefully you're even writing some of these down. We'll be right back. 
zero energy, digestive issues, pain, anxiety, inflammation, migraines, trouble sleeping, symptom after symptom. The list goes on and on. Ailments that never end. You're tired of just managing your symptoms. You've had enough of medication being the only option. You need to seek the expert advice from the professionals at Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, they have a proprietary system to analyze underlying deficiencies and toxicities so they can restore your pathway to healing without medication or surgeries. They've seen every symptom and condition and have had great success in restoring patients' health. Get rid of the symptoms. Allow your body to heal and thrive with the help of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Call them today for your initial consultation at 716-264-4248. That's 716-264-4248. For more information, visit their website at 716synergy.com or check them out on Facebook, Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. Looking for a new career where you can really make a difference in someone's life? In His Name Outreach is looking for a few extraordinary people that have come through struggles and challenges. Do you have a calling on your life to help others through tough times? Maybe you like collaborating with other organizations, clinical settings, or calling and checking in on others is your cup of tea. In His Name Outreach offers opportunities to learn and grow in this new developing workforce. Albany has recently voted I Know as best practice trainers for recovery coaches and certified recovery peer advocates for Buffalo and Greater Erie. And their new facility and dynamic teachers make learning easy. For more info, check them out on the web at www.ihno.org or call 716-564-3681 to learn more about the classes available to step into this innovative career opportunity. Feel like you're over your head with everyday life? You've come to the right place. It's Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, we're back. Thank you for uh, your patience. We had just a little bit of delay. We just noticed that the phone number is different for INO, so Donna, give us the right correct number. It's 464-3681. Say it again, please. 464 Three six eight one. Okay, thank you. Hey, we've been talking about the the changes. When you want to make a change, what are some of the stages? We talked about the pre-contemplation stage. We talked about the contemplation stage, each moving us towards um, the goal of finding change in our life. Even the preparation stage for even to make that change um, has to be processed. We have to work through that. And we wonder why people aren't uh, moving or that they're not moving yes. quickly. We've we've told our children ten times, a hundred times to do something, but they haven't done it yet. Well, actually, this is the process that they have to learn how to work through. Mm-hmm. Oh, even yeah, oh, absolutely, and because our mind will tell us lies. True. And even from distorted thinking of what's happened to us, the evil one will jump in and tempt us to be satisfied in the wrong area, our own self-flesh. And then um, the world approaches us with the wrong, the evil one tempts us, and we take the bait. And then our own self-flesh, um, well, it's my parents' fault anyway, or um, God didn't protect me. We blame. We do all these things. And yet, I'm telling you, there is redemptive power in recovery for change. You don't have to stay in the stage that you're in. So the stage, next stage, number four, is actually let's take action. Amen. Okay. And so in that action, you know, uh, it's making a change of behavior. 
and whatever that behavior is. It might be, well, you know, um, I've had uh, an extra affair on the side. Now is the time to make the change to let that go. Um, it may be the change that said, you know, I thought that marijuana was okay in my Christian life, but now it's not. Mm-hmm. And we need to actually want to move forward because there is help and there is a way to go about this. Um, the action stage typically lasts an average of six months in people, Donna? It can because, you know, we've decided to make the change we're motivated to make the change, but I sometimes have to learn the skills of making the change. And to reverse our thinking, turn it around, because we're, th- this is the way we've always thought, and we actually can turn that around for change, and you can find victory and be set free. Well, don't we call that repentance? Repentance. <laughs> and we call that repentance. Right? We call that, yes, we change, yeah. yes. yes. And uh, so many people don't like the word repentance, but it just means... I turn around and walk into the the opposite direction. Well, and it's recognizing a higher power in our life. God, who's had the plan through the person of Jesus Christ, to even submit to that, because he's the one that makes no mistakes, (laughs) right? Right. And if anybody can do it through you and completely do it through you, is he not the one that qualifies? No. Action. I can do all things through through Christ Christ who strengthens me. Right? That's yes. just the way it works. And then to learn the skills to actually turn it around. And as you begin to do that, not based on feeling, but based on obedience for those behaviors, you begin to feel better. You begin to act better. You begin to have uh, hope and peace. we got to go to the next stage quickly because we have about four minutes. Okay. <laughs> so in the Change action. Maintenance. Yep. So uh, actually in the action, you may step forward and do a healing journey class or something. And But in maintenance here, we start, you know, the change is made. Uh, and sometimes there can be some anxiety that happens. Yes. Uh, at this point because there, the fear can creep in and we know the fear is the opposite of faith but it creeps in and it tries to tell us that you know maybe this isn't going to work or our own fear of not even realizing well what does this mean for me I've never um, it feels so abnormal then to make those changes to have a normal life and we don't know what to do with it so, because it's so risky and yet God says trust me this can happen, right? And and I think about Paul. You know, yes. he is the example. Yes. He's, he, you know, you, you listen to his whole story from pre-contemplation to standing there holding uh, Stephen's robe while Stephen is being stoned. Uh, and he knows that this is a Christian. And uh, he, he comes from that attitude as he works through contemplation and says, well, maybe, and then he moves forward into preparation and God catches him on Damascus, right? Yes. He goes right into action and now he's got maintenance. He He's walking the walk and then he's training others up to walk the walk too. And the Pharisee that was killing all the people and God wanted him and got a hold of him and when it happened and he blinded him, He automatically said, God, God, he knew, Mm. he knew. God died to make you whole. Mind, body, soul, and spirit. Amen. What a way to live. What a way to think. 
here, Resurrection Sunday. Today's Living Hope with Hope with Dr. Donna Potter. Give us your address and your correct telephone number. We are at 576 Dick Road at George Urban, right next to the City Mission Thrift Store in Depew. Mm. Now, don't hesitate. Monday's coming. We're going to have Sunday. Sunday's coming. We know we're resurrected. We know we have eternal life. We know we have hope. So that means for change, you've got to make a phone call on Monday. 464-3681. Hey, wow. Hey, don't go away. We have another whole hour of what is happening. Jessica Collins and Brandy will be here. We're going to be talking about um, National Day of Prayer on May the 2nd, what is happening. Thank you, Donna, so much My for being here. It's always a pleasure to have you on. We will do now the third part. Keep watching todayslivinghope.com and the Facebook pages, Linda Penn, or Today's Living Hope Facebook page, and we will finish up with part three. What does it mean? What does it look like? And what is, is it to be completely changed? Wow, this is powerful stuff. It is. Powerful stuff. You just got a whole bunch of counseling right over the air today. And you heard it here at Today's you heard Living it, Hope. You heard it here. So, hey, we're going to take that break, and we're going to be right back. Don't you dare go away. For centuries, people have wrestled with questions regarding the future. And as Christians, we have long asked what the Bible has to say about it. Now Dr. David Jeremiah offers a definitive collection of resources on Bible prophecy, end times, and the apocalypse. And it's on sale now at Bender's Christian Store. If you saw him at the Overcomer Tour in Rochester or listened to his radio show, Turning Point, you've heard Dr. Jeremiah talk about his new book, Book of Signs, a comprehensive exploration of biblical prophecies and signs. You will see not only how God's Word offers insights into the future, but also how Scripture builds faith through the events of the past and encouragement through the uncertainty of the present. Stop into Bender's Christian Store now and check out Book of Signs for yourself. It's a truly epic and authoritative guide to biblical prophecy, a must-have resource for all Christians. And this month, it's on sale in hardcover for 40% off. So reconnect with your friends at Bender's Christian Store and check out all the gifts that they have for you and your loved ones. They're 8550 Sheridan Drive, just a mile east of the Eastern Hills Mall. You can also find them on Facebook or call them at 716-633-5757. They look forward to seeing you there. Hope gives meaning to life. It's a strong and confident expectation we have as believers. Operation Exodus USA is a Christian organization that exists to provide that same kind of hope to Jewish people who want to immigrate to Israel. According to God's Word, He has a plan, purpose, and promise to every Jewish person to return to their ancestral homeland, and we are called to help their return. Operation Exodus USA stays true to God's Word. The purpose is to assist Jewish people who want to move to Israel and to encourage Christians like us to help. Through their ministry, Operation Exodus USA has helped tens of thousands of Jewish people return to their homeland. You can play a vital role in providing hope to Jewish people right here in the western New York area by being a prayer partner and by making a donation. Just visit OperationExodusUSA.org or call 877-633-7613. Operation Exodus USA, from hope to home. Building your faith and finding hope one day at a time. It's Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. 
Hey, welcome back. First hour went very, very fast. So glad that you are with us on this Resurrection Weekend. Isn't it exciting? It just gives us want to have a fresh start again, you know. The buds on the trees are just starting to come out. Uh, maybe you've service Friday night, Good Friday service. We know Holy Day on Saturday, and now Sunday's coming. The resurrection power of who he is. That means he resurrected my life, not only to have internal life, but he heals and cleanses us from within. And that's what our first hour was about, was how do you go about change? It was part two of a series. The third part will be coming up here in a few weeks of what it's like then to be changed. And um, I'm so excited to have Dr. Donna with us and so um, privileged to be a part of In His Name Outreach Counseling Services and to be a counselor and on their board. And, hey, go to my website, todayslivinghope.com, and you can see all the services that are offered. You know, have, we have Bible studies coming up. We have a retreat coming in October. Um, we do a lot of things to help people um, to live this life in a way that God intended for hope. That's what today's Living Hope is about. Well, I have two special guests uh, with me um, today because we're talking about something that is powerful, important, mandatory, and uh, we want to encourage you to participate. Our world is not in a state of where it needs to be. Our lives aren't in a state where they need to be. Our homes are not in a state of where they need to be, nor is our state, as you've been listening to the news. But I want to tell you there is a difference but God. And one of the tools that he has given us is prayer. It's a powerful tool and sometimes we don't use it because we don't know how powerful it is. We don't feel like praying. We don't think he hears us. But I'm telling you, he is calling his people. So I would like my two guests to introduce themselves because we're talking about the National Day of Prayer that is going to happen on May the 2nd. So, Jessica, introduce you you to us. Hi, I am Jessica Collins, and my husband and I co-pastor at Vanguard Church in North Tonawanda, and I am the Niagara County Regional Coordinator with the National Day of Prayer Organization. Mm, Wonderful, wonderful. Brandy. Hi, my name is Brandy Harris-Simowitz, and my husband and I pastor a church in Lewiston, New York, by the name of What's the Point Ministries, and I happen to be asked this year to assist Jessica in all the uh, preliminaries to the National Mm. Day of Prayer. Wow, wow. All three of us sit here doing ministry. All of us are trained and prepared uh, in ministry and are pastors for ministry to others. And um, what a privilege that is, isn't it? Yes. It so really, much. really is. And um, I love your name of your church, Brandy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> These are growing churches. These are churches that care and love people. Uh, and it's demonstrated by how they do their services, how they conduct their lives for people, how they train them, how they share with them. So I can't think of two better people for God to bring to the the forefront as chairperson and co-chair or assistant for the National Day of Prayer. So, Jessica, tell us something about the the history of that prayer and that National Day of Prayer. And we're going to say the date, the time, and um, tell us. All right. Um, so I got really on fire for the National Day of Prayer through homeschooling my kids and going through America's history. I'm actually Canadian And hearing the history of the nation, um, how Christ was so infused in the working of this country was amazing to me. 
um, specifically for the National Day of Prayer, the first governmental proclamation was in 1775. It was the Continental Congress gathering, trying to prepare um, to create our Constitution. It's, mm. it's incredible. Mm -hmm. It's powerful. It's the longest uh, standing Constitution in the world. And so they obviously wanted God's mm. divine wisdom and guidance as they did this. So they asked all of the colonies to fast and pray for them in the undertaking of writing this constitution. And so that was the first one in 1775. And President George Washington and President Abraham Lincoln and many others since then have used prayer as the means to which they got their victory, got their breakthrough for our nation. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting how our history books have actually taken a lot of that good information out of it. Yes. We've had presidents who've not been for it. Our current president is not only for it, but he's, you know, he signed the declaration. He has showed up at the prayer yes. breakfast, and he is so much about prayer and having God be back in our country and in our lives, which we, we are really excited about that. So prayer has been the foundation of which we sit on. Yes. Amen. Prayer for um, the previous generations here in western New York mm -hmm. um, that we have been able to uh, being able to continue a ministry and build and spread other churches by the foundations that were here previous generations. If we think we're just doing this by ourselves, right? <laughs> you know, right. it's it's God empowerment. And God is really doing it. What is? Why do we need to be in prayer? Sounds like a really simple question, doesn't it? Why do we need to be in prayer? Well. It's one of the uh, commandments. <laughs> Jesus taught us how to pray, right? Yes. And I think it's so important because it's our communion with God. It's our conversation with God. And without prayer, how are we communing with the Father? Um, well, we're not. And so I think the value of prayer is, is like any relationship, right? My relationship with, with Pastor Jessica without conversation is not really relationship. And so I think that that mandate for us to pray and to get on our knees and to ask God to intervene, especially with all the stuff that we have going on in our world today, is so valuable and so important. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, and I really love um, this quote from Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Um, he was an amazing man of God. And in his book, Letters and Papers from Prison, he says, We have learned a bit too late in the day that action springs not from thought, but from a readiness for responsibility. And um, the National Day of Prayer, one of their key scriptures is Second Chronicles 7.14 mm -hmm. that says, If my people who are called by my name, mm -hmm. who, who are the ones responsible? My people, God's people. If they will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. So um, the responsibility for prayer, obviously, it doesn't fall to people who don't know the Lord. A absolutely. And um, we, just having uh, Moms for America last weekend and all the things that we learned that are happening in our world, there is power in prayer. I think we've learned for desperation to have prior prayer or we can have rope prayer. Somebody's taught us these are the six things you need to pray. And yet it's so much more than that. It's how I have a relationship with him. It's yes. intimacy to listen and be in silence, to seek his will through prayer, to meditate. 
uh, and yet have the power. I, I think it's John Maxwell who had it. When we work, we work. But when we pray, God works. Yes. And um, rather than having, well, it's going to be what it's going to be anyway. And, oh, gee, we're, we're in a mess. It's not going to ever change. Prayer changes things because that changes people. Yes. Um, do you think God is just waiting for us to be praying to him to make those changes? I do. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Could it be? Right. Could it be? Yeah. I have a scripture here, right? 1 Timothy 2, verse 1. Paul praying, I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. Mm. I think we need to um, recognize the scriptures were written on purpose for us, for instruction. Right? It's our yes. instruction manual. Yes. And so it is something that God desires of us. He's waiting for us to connect with him. He, he, he loves when we come to him with conversation. Oh, absolutely. And yet when you mention prayer, it's like, oh, it's a, it's a quiet thing. It's a secret thing. No, I, I don't pray out loud. Well, actually, you can pray out loud, and he wants you to pray out loud, but there's power in community, yes. isn't there, Jessica? That's yes. why... We're talking about the National Day of Prayer. Mm-hmm. How has community, how does that contribute to our power as Christians through prayer for what God wants us to do or even achieve? Well, definitely, I think, like, are you um, talking about the federal mandate aspect of the National Day of Prayer or just in general prayer well, as I a think community? The two, I think, too, they actually um, have to be combined. Yeah. Because one is an instructive thing that God has given us. It's also an instructive thing from the Word of God. It also is an instructive thing because we are a servant of God for obedience. Mm-hmm. And then the community, he's calling us together. I don't see the, um, the difference of any of it. It's all wrapped up in, in one if we will let ourselves know about it, obey it, and then do it. Right. So right. Um, there's a power in unity. Scripture talks about that over and over, that when we come together and we unite together as the people of God, obviously we're called the body of Christ, right? So if mm-hmm. just the pointer finger is doing work and the rest of the body's not moving, you know, the body won't be very effective. But when we all unite together, when we're all working, like it said in Acts, they were in one spirit, in one accord. You know, when we're moving in unity together, there's a power that comes. What would you say to the person, <coughs> excuse me, that's listening out there and is saying, well, I can just stay home and pray just just as well. And we're talking about the strength of community and coming together. How would we answer that question? Yeah, I feel like with that, um, it's so important that we utilize the victories, the freedoms that have been won. Obviously, um, in 1952, when President Truman signed it as a legal uh, bill or law in our country to have the mandate to pray as, as a nation, that was a huge victory for the church. And I think in our day, we've seen a lot of those things kind of slipping by the wayside because we don't step out and use them and the national day of prayer is a day to go out and pray publicly that's that's the point of it that's why it's a federal mandate that we can gather publicly outside of our churches and be seen in the streets praying in the in these large gatherings so that 
our nation is able to see that we are still a Christian nation, that prayer is the answer. Amen. Amen. I'm going to take a break, and we're going to be right back because we have more we want to say about the National Day of Prayer, so don't go away. Healthcare, we all need it, but who you choose to help you take care of your health can make all the difference in the world. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, they have an approach that may be different and better than what you're used to. They promote preventive care and reversal of the disease process. Because God created our bodies in a perfect way, we're all designed to heal, not just be absent of symptoms, to truly heal. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, their focus is your total well-being, physically, mentally, and spiritually. They want to help restore your God-given abilities to heal and thrive without medication or surgery. It's time to choose Synergy Nutrition and Wellness as part of your health care. Call them today for your initial consultation at 716-264-4248. That's 716-264-4248. For more information, visit their website at 716synergy.com or check them out on Facebook, Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. Are you tired of not knowing what to do? Have yours or others' poor choices affected your life? Have you been taken advantage of by someone or something you trusted? These are just some of the areas where In His Name Outreach can help. They are known for their excellent counseling and recovery services. If you've been hurt, they are there. All areas of counseling available for you and your family. If addiction has hurt you and those you love, they are there. Faith-based and ready to meet your needs, they offer a wide range of supportive services such as Christ centered 12-step recovery, life-changing evidence-based programs, certified recovery coaching, and peer advocacy. They also offer topical seminars and customized workshops too. Centrally located with ample parking and a resource that is available to you. They are a call away. Won't you call today? 716-464-3681 or check out IHNO.org. Feeling lost and confused about things? Here's today's Living Hope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, welcome back. We were talking among ourselves. You know, you never know what's going on behind the scenes, do you? <laughs> so we were just talking more about uh, about prayer. And um, the National Day of Prayer is May the 2nd. And uh, I wanted to ask Brandy, in, in just in light of what our state has made some decisions about, which is seems to be the tip of the iceberg uh, for other decisions coming down the pike and what God has done for us and creating us and humanity. Why is it so important now for the church to come out and, and pray and be together? Well, obviously, I know Pastor Jessica already mentioned that, you know, every joint supplies. Every person mm-hmm. has a place in the body of Christ. It's so important when we get together. I mean, I know for myself that when we're together in a prayer group, I'm you know, compared to when I'm alone, there's something specific that happens when Christians come together and pray in agreement. And, you know, the Bible says that where one can put a thousand to flight, two can put 10,000. And thinking about the things that we are up against in our culture, if you will, um, we, we have been called to change those those situations. The Bible says that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and it's been given to us to steward in, in co-partnership with the Father. And so if we don't come together in prayer and we're not in unity, we're foolishly thinking that we're getting anything uh, accomplished when it comes to the greater uh, picture 
of our world. And I think even just through history, repeating itself of men and women that did come together to pray in agreement and the changes that have been made just because of their willingness to say, yes, Lord, we'll submit ourselves to what you want us to submit to and we'll walk these things out with mm-hmm. you. Absolutely. The power of Second, uh, Second Chronicles 7.14 and, and the fact that there is power coming together and that we, we've been um, mandated through obedience of the scripture to come out be unified yes. everybody thinks we're going to hell in a handbasket on a roller coaster and uh, some days uh, i think that too and yet but god but and but god and he wants to change thing and the prayer of the righteous availeth yeah, much. much we need the strength of each other and we need to show our state that there is strength from his his church right yes. so that means each individual so i'm saying to, hey if you're listening, change your plans. Yes. March is May the 2nd. May the 2nd. Be prepared to make a change to be a part of National Day of Prayer. Yes. Jessica, give us the date and time and location. So our Niagara County gathering is going to be taking place at 6010 Lockport Road in the town of Niagara. It's the Active Hose Fire Company. And um, we'll be gathered in there. Six o'clock will be worship from 6 to 6.30. And that piece is optional because we know people are coming home from work. Um, But then from 6.30 to 8 p.m. will be the actual program. Um, And it's family friendly. We have a place for kids to color uh, prayer-related pictures and things like that. So we want to see families come out. It's so important that our kids even learn to pray for our nation. I remember those days sitting on that pew on Wednesday night for prayer meeting and thinking, oh, how soon can I get out of here? And I tell you, it's part of my heritage and legacy now. And um, I tell you, teaching your kids how to pray, hear a three or four or five-year-old pray. Mm-hmm. We're not going to embarrass you at the National Day of Prayer like you have to pray out loud, but it is a combination of you praying um, in groups, praying in unison, uh, in your heart and mind with those in the seven mountains and what you're going to be praying for. Uh, Jessica, you wanted to share something else with us. Yeah, I um, just want to encourage people as well about the power of prayer, just sharing a testimony. For many people, um, you've been going out to see the movie Unplanned and hearing uh, all this momentum building in the body of Christ and even beyond for people for the pro-life movement. And I wanted to just highlight that um, for people, if you research the 40 Days for Life, which is linked to the unplanned movie, um, that began with four people simply committing themselves to an hour of prayer every day together. They, they were praying, targeting specifically this abortion clinic that had opened in their community, a Planned Parenthood. And so they were praying that God would shut that down, that it would be there would be no abortion in their city. And through that, God began to give them the wisdom of the 40 days of prayer and fasting for life. And so far, um, since 2004, when they got together, just four people, they've seen 6,020 campaigns in 816 cities in 56 countries with over 800,000 individual participants and 19,000 churches, 15,256 babies' lives have been saved from abortion, 186 abortion workers have quit their jobs, 
and 99 abortion facilities have closed. Mm. Isn't that incredible? From four people committing to pray. That speaks for itself. When I met Kimberly Fletcher, who started from Dayton, Ohio, she lived a block and a half from me when I lived in Dayton, Ohio, started Moms for America, and another uh, woman, Karen Vaughn, whose um, son, Navy SEAL, was killed, and one other um, gal, Amy, and I forget her last name, all it takes is one person. It takes one person to cause a revival. It mm-hmm. takes one person to get a group together. And it doesn't matter who they are, except you were willing to put your yes right. on the table for Jesus Christ and to serve. Brandy and Jessica, that's why you're here today. Yeah. You're serving with your husbands. That's why I've been in ministry for 40-some years, and my husband has just been my backbone my, you know, of doing this and moving and but God, there is power in prayer. Mm-hmm. And I think we're at a point um, we need to turn on the burner. Maybe mm-hmm. we even need to light the burner. Right, oh, yes. So we're saying light the burner. If you're listening, could it possibly, if you're in um, Niagara County, that you could be a part of that? That you could change, even if you couldn't come at 6, you could come at 630 um, pick up the kids from childcare or whatever, grab a sandwich, or just come and say, I've never done this before, but I know from what I'm hearing, I'm feeling the prompting of the Holy Spirit that I need to be encouraged to see so many people come together and pray. Mm-hmm. So um, easy to be alone and fearful and not even have that community right. of being together, right. that individual coming together. So... Um, You'll be welcomed, you'll be loved, mm-hmm. you'll be prepared for, and you'll have a blessing. Yes. yes. And, and you will have just a great blessing, won't you, Brandy? Yes, it's a fun, it's a fun uh, get-together. I mean, I think this is my fourth year doing it, and um, I have such fun doing it. Just the community, the energy, the synergy, the worship together, um, just the agreement in prayer, listening to so many amazing leaders in our western New York area bring forth their, their faith and being able to be bold and courageous about who they are and what they represent. It's really powerful. And we want people there who want to pray, who yes. know the power of prayer, yes. who want to maybe even come back to him and say, I haven't prayed for such a long time, but I hear the news. I know what's going on even in my life personally. Could this make a difference? Yes, Absolutely. it's going to make a difference. But you have to show up. Yes. <laughs> you know, uh, I think a lot of times we get what we don't ask for which is nothing. So the power of prayer is powerful. Mm -hmm. And that may seem oversimplistic, but you know what? Try it. Yeah. We also have opportunities. If you know someone who would be open to coming that isn't necessarily in a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, there will even be a salvation call. So we encourage people, Mm. bring your friends, bring your family. And this may be that moment as they're touched and moved by these different leaders leading out in prayer and what God wants to do, that their heart may open and receive Jesus. So That's what the Holy Spirit's all about, isn't it? Yeah. It really is. Brandy, you had uh, some uh, last yeah, comments. Just, yeah, just wanted to say that, you know, this year's theme of the National Day Prayer is to love one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it's important that we are together in order to love one another. And so I think that we are called to love one another the way Christ has loved us. And part of that is being a community together. We're really isolated. 
And uh, we have our phones, we have our own agendas, we have our busy lives. We really uh, are not in community. We even go to church and do our thing and come home. And um, do you really have community? So we churches, we have to work hard on creating that uh, community and having people be together. And it, it's a command by God for edification, uh, exhortation, yes. learning the word of God. And I need that shot in the arm mm-hmm. to be with fellow believers or uh, I remember when I wasn't walking with the Lord, uh, someone brought me then again back to church. And from the prayer, prayers of my parents, um, just God does his work and his calling. And uh, it's beautiful. We've all been prayed for. We know the power of yeah. prayer. And if you're listening out there, get back engaged. Mm-hmm. You know, we have serious times here in the state of New York. And prayer changes people and prayer changes things. Again, location. It's 6010 Lockport Road in the town of Niagara at the Active Hose Fire Company. And we'll be gathering, like I said, at 6 p.m. for worship and 6.30 the program will begin officially. And last year we had a little over 300 folks come out, so we'd love to have more. Obviously in Niagara County there's way more Christians than 300. So um, I just think we live in a democracy and one of the safeties that God inspired our forefathers with is to have the voice of the people represented so we need to show up we need to speak out we need to be counted the voices of the right people we know who's clanging out there um, pulling us away from everything that's righteous or from the word of god or acknowledgement that but that it's time for the church to stand in the power of uh, in this indication of prayer and what that means in unity brandy tell me the uh, location of your church time and services Oh, we're located at 409 Plain Street in Lewiston, New York, and we're, our uh, Sunday morning services are at 10 a.m. Wonderful. And what is it, the name of your church? What's the Point Ministries? What's mm-hmm. the Point? What's yes. the Point? Colossians 127. Oh, Christ beautiful. Christ in you. The hope Christ of glory. in you. How about you, Jessica? Our church is Vanguard Church in uh, North Tonawanda. It's 375 Payne Avenue. And Sundays we have two services, one at 8.30 a.m. and one at 11 a.m. And Friday night we have two hours of worship for just encountering the Lord at 7 p.m. Wonderful. Hey, if you're listening to that, I hope you jotted it down. And these are two great churches that if you're living in that area, maybe it's time for you to check them out. Maybe it's time for you to renew your own heart and your spirit. And it's been a long time and God is calling you back National Day of Prayer May the 2nd what time? 6 p.m. for worship 6.30 the program starts and location? 6010 Lockport Road Town of Niagara at the Active Hose Fire Company Mm, wonderful so glad that you were on Brandy and Jessica blessings to you in ministry and uh, God is nothing but hope he's powerful And I'm telling you, he knows what's happening, but he knows more of what his church can do if we will just walk in that obedience and do it. So National Day of Prayer, May 2nd. Hey, we're going to take a short break, and then you've got to um, stay tuned for my last guest. Have you noticed all these people are women today? God uses males, females, everybody that he calls. You just have to be surrendered, walking in obedience, and put your yes on the table. Hey, I'm going to be talking to Deborah Minolte. And she's from Operation Exodus. And I'm so excited. We get to talk about Passover and Easter on the same date. How many years has that been? So don't go away. We'll be right back. Today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. For centuries, people have wrestled with questions regarding the future. 
and as Christians we have long asked what the Bible has to say about it. Now Dr. David Jeremiah offers a definitive collection of resources on Bible prophecy, end times, and the apocalypse. And it's on sale now at Bender's Christian Store. If you saw him at the Overcomer Tour in Rochester or listened to his radio show Turning Point, you've heard Dr. Jeremiah talk about his new book, Book of Signs, a comprehensive exploration of biblical prophecies and signs. You will see not only how God's Word offers insights into the future, but also how Scripture builds faith through the events of the past and encouragement through the uncertainty of the present. Stop into Bender's Christian Store now and check out Book of Signs for yourself. It's a truly epic and authoritative guide to biblical prophecy, a must-have resource for all Christians. And this month it's on sale in hardcover for 40% off. So reconnect with your friends at Bender's Christian Store and check out all the gifts that they have for you and your loved ones. They're 8550 Sheridan Drive, just a mile east of the Eastern Hills Mall. You can also find them on Facebook or call them at 716-633-5757. They look forward to seeing you there. Today's Living Hope has been a blessing to you and so many WDCX listeners. Host Linda Penn is here for you as she continues to bring you the best in conversation every Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. to help you find hope to fulfill your purpose and destiny for living. You've grown in your spiritual walk with the Lord and want to support the efforts of this incredible ministry. Learn more about how you can become a sponsor or advertising partner today. If you are a business or individual, you can donate to Today's Living Hope nonprofit organization. All donations are tax deductible. Email lindapenn at todayslivinghope.com or call 716-906-4620. Today's Living Hope, empowering people with purpose and destiny. Hope gives meaning to life. It's a strong and confident expectation we have as believers. Operation Exodus USA is a Christian organization that exists to provide that same kind of hope to Jewish people who want to immigrate to Israel. According to God's Word, He has a plan, purpose, and promise to every Jewish person to return to their ancestral homeland, and we are called to help their return. Operation Exodus USA stays true to God's Word. Their purpose is to assist Jewish people who want to move to Israel and to encourage Christians like us to help. Through their ministry, Operation Exodus USA has helped tens of thousands of Jewish people return to their homeland. You can play a vital role in providing hope to Jewish people right here in the western New York area by being a prayer partner and by making a donation. Just visit OperationExodusUSA.org or call 877-633-7613. Operation Exodus USA, from hope to home. Feeling lost and confused about things? Here's today's Living Hope. Hey, I love our intro music when he is hope. And uh, that's what we're about here at today's Living Hope. And we talk about all kinds of things. It's different every week. Uh, and we try to do it as much as we can live because we really believe um, that our listening audience should should have the best if we can. And sometimes we pre-record and they're great as well. Just know it's different every week. You can go to todayslivinghope.com and see what we have uh, each week. And we have archives and so many other opportunities. And you can contact me for counseling as well. Also, um, with the different Bible studies, the different seminars and things that we have over time. Um, Plus, uh, today's Living Hope is, of course, the radio program 
um, that um, we have on the air every Saturday from 1 to 3. If you need to email me, you can email me at Linda Penn at Today's Living Hope because I, I want to hear from you what you think of the programs. Uh, is there something you would like us to cover that we don't? We have open lines sometimes. We have giveaways. We tend to do a worship time. So it's just different every week. So thanks for being with us. I know you're busy today. You're busy getting ready for your um, Easter dinner with families. And um, it's a busy weekend and yet a celebratory one because it's about resurrection and God has brought his son to die on the cross. And tomorrow we're going to celebrate that resurrection. Well, I have Deborah Minolte with me and we have something very unusual uh, we want to talk about. She represents and CEO and president of Operation Exodus. And we have Passover and our Easter date. Exactly the same, same this year. Day. It's amazing when that happens. It doesn't happen too often. For instance, since our country was uh, founded in 1776, it's only happened seven times. Wow. 243 years, seven times. Now, 2015, it seems to be happening a little bit more frequently lately, 2015 and now this year. But I think that is so much of God's timing and the fulfillment of time. He knows exactly when these things have to happen. It's it. I don't know why, but it's it's so exciting to me this year. It's very exciting, exciting. to me. When I did a, a deeper study on this, and I saw the how God orchestrated Passover and the perfect Lamb in Jesus Christ, I wanted to share about that. And I'm just hoping everybody else gets excited and gives glory to God. And, you know, history is connected with the sovereign hand of God. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> history yeah. is noted from biblical writings. Mm-hmm. If you want to know where part of our problem has, it's the difference between Isaac and Ishmael. <coughs> yeah. If you want to know so many things, yes. that's why we you know, had to have so many things in the Bible happening. But it's so relevant for us today and then to bring the two together. And that's why I love understanding the Jewish history, what is happening, why we need to help people fulfill Aliyah and go back home and, and then bring it together and talk about it together today mm-hmm. with Good Friday and Easter yes. is such a blessing that I really want our listeners to just really listen, maybe even write down the scriptures so they mm-hmm. could go back and read um, from that from today. Uh, it's moving forward for going into Sunday morning. Yes, perfect day to do that. It's raining here in Buffalo, so it's a perfect, perfect day, day to do That's that. Right. Well, you know, actually, in the very beginning, the church calendar and the Jewish calendar was very much the same. But in around 324, 325 A.D., the church split from celebrating it, Easter, at the time of Passover, Good Friday, at the time of Passover. And we've talked about that split, unfortunately. That has caused so much misconceptions. But let me talk about the good news. Yes. Let me talk the good news. Okay, so let's go to Exodus chapter 6. And in there he talks to to Moses and he's sharing with him, this is what I am going to do. These are my promises to my people. I will, we're going to start in 6.6. I am the Lord. I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. I will rescue you. Moving on, he said, I will take you as my people. And I will be your God. He moves on to say, Know that I, what I swore to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, I will give you a heritage. So he, tells, mm. he talks that he's going to bring them out of bondage. 
He's going to bring them out and deliver them from heaviness. And he's also going to bring them to the land. That is the backdrop of Exodus, of how he brought them out through a miraculous event into his promised land. Now we know, go ahead. He never he never forgets about anyone. No. And these are his chosen people, so we, we know that um, specifically and how he's not ever going to forsake them. But he actually has done that so completely, even with what we're celebrating this weekend. He does everything with such details. So miraculous. Only he could do this. He moves on into Exodus, and he says, Now this is what you're going to do after he has judged the gods through the plagues. He says to them, I want you to take a lamb without blemish, a male lamb, and you are to eat it, the whole family eat one lamb, and then that night be ready to go, because once you eat that precious lamb, you're going to take the blood with hesop and put it on the door. The angel of death will pass by. Unfortunately, he will bring judgment on Mm -hmm. the firstborn. But then be ready to go to your exodus and leave this land. But it was because of that perfect lamb without blemish. So let's just hold that thought about the perfect lamb. If you remember several weeks ago, I talked about Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. And we shared, I shared with everyone that was a revelation to me that it is strongly believed that Bethlehem was the place where these lambs were born and raised without spot to be sacrificed in Jerusalem at the temple for the remission of sin and for other reasons that they instituted that slaughter blood was needed to forgive but here we see Jesus who was born in Bethlehem as the perfect lamb the stable was clean it was kosher by those standards Uh and raised by shepherds who knew exactly how important because the Pharisees at the time their high priests were going to check these lambs that they would be perfect So here we have the Exodus, ready to move forward with that lamb that was slaughtered. And so that is what the Jewish people actually are saying. They said it on Friday night. How complete, how detailed, how wonderful he is to provide. Uh, And you're right, it begins begins on Friday night. And I think... um, in Leviticus 23, it lists the feast of the Lord, and he declares in verse 2, there, these are my mm-hmm. feasts. The first it's feast listed is called the Lord's Passover mm-hmm. in verse four, yes. 5. Yes. In verse 5. That's good. And so if we want to go into Luke, yes, Luke 22, we can see that Jesus is in Jerusalem. He knows what's ahead of him. But he says to his disciples in Luke 22, Um, I think it moves down basically around 22, verses 12, 13, and 14. He says to his disciples, I have longed to take Passover with you. Knowing the night that he was going to be betrayed, he said to them, I long, fervently in my my, um, translation, I long Mm. 
to take this Passover meal with you. And then he holds it up and says, here, take of my body and eat of it. And yet he's really showing there, yes, that so many lambs without blemish had to be killed. And he used that kind of in the plural. And yet he is totally pointing us to the time Mm -hmm. when only one lamb Mm -hmm. will be sacrificed Yes. And that's Yeshua. The one lamb, the remission for, for all. For all sins. For all. So even then in the Old Testament, he's pointing us to the Messiah and the need for the Messiah. I know. And I, how, I know. we're talking thousands of years in between, hundreds, yes. thousands. And yet the detailedness of the Amen. accuracy that's of right. the word of God for what he's going to accomplish is amazing. No wonder he can say in John one twenty nine, Behold the Lamb. Yes. Oh, that's what we're gonna do tomorrow. Behold yes. the Lamb. Behold the, the Lamb. The resurrection. I didn't understand what <sighs> that meant, that little lamb, the butter lamb. I didn't understand until you have to really get into it and absorb and look at the richness of the Old Testament and the New Testament. You know what? I never did either because I hadn't lived in Buffalo for so long. I never lived in Buffalo. Came here in two thousand six. So for us to go to the market and see the butter lamb, I had no idea. Um, you know, the importance of that or, or what it meant or what you needed. No, one, you know, and so you don't know. So we get to learn so much about the, the Jewish culture and what and, and the things that are happening and why he's doing it. And that he is even way back in the Old Testament, the one that's going to take our sins away from us. And so forever. and this year together, Jew and Gentile came together this year to honor and commemorate a deliverance. Christians, the deliverance, the Jewish people are celebrating a deliverance. And it's so close coming together. It's Isn't just that so unity? So Isn't yes. that unity? It's coming. It's it's amazing. And the, and the, when they do their service, their Pesach, if anybody has never been to a Passover, it's really very, very special. And children ask certain questions of their elders, and they say, one of them is, why is this night so important? Mm-hmm. So they're reminded to look back at the Passover, at that one lamb. And we're saying, why is this, as Christians, why was this Good Friday so important as we begin to embrace everything that Jesus did as the perfect lamb? And also understanding what God has done for the Jewish people because his covenant is still everlasting. And in 1948, we have Mm -hmm. that promised land legally theirs after thousands of years. And as Christians, we need to look at other people through the eyes of Jesus who died for all of us. Mm -hmm. No matter what race, what country, he has died for all of us and he wishes that no one should perish. So to bring the two together in symbolism of the Passover and our celebration of Resurrection Sunday is um, by no mistake. It's divinely appointed, I think. Divi- oh, it is divinely it's appointed. No doubt about it. He aligns the stars. He names the stars, the moons, the sun. He knows exactly what year and why this is important for this he, to be on the same He day. holds our earth in the orbit. You know, no matter what scientific terms uh, scientists have given us, it is God. At any point in time, he can let go of everything. And yet, for such a time as this, for I just think it's it's just beautiful. It gives uh, us, this is what hope is, isn't the, it? 
This should make us smile on Easter Sunday. This, you know, uh, if you have, you're going and you think, oh, I got to do this for another year. Oh, my gosh. This is fresh and new again Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. our lives, in our hearts. By the Holy Spirit. Only he can bring that deep By the Holy Spirit. And then just the previous half hour, we were talking about prayer. And just because of his death, his atoning power, uh, his propitiation, that blood being shed, we have a direct connection that we can pray without ceasing. Mm -hmm. We can go to him. There's power in that. There is power in what he's doing. There's power and hope for the future, no matter what we see. Amen. And then to have the two together. Praise God. Um, There are certain Psalms that the Jewish people read during this time. And Mm. I would like to take a portion of these Psalms and read it. And be blessed, the audience. We will do that after we take this short break. And uh, we're going to be right back so we can know some of those scriptures. Um, I'm meeting with Deborah Minolti with Operation Exodus. As we talk about that from 2.30 to 3 today. And the celebration of Passover and Easter Sunday coming together in the same time. Going to take a short break and then we'll be right back. Zero energy, digestive issues, pain, anxiety, inflammation, migraines, trouble sleeping, symptom after symptom. The list goes on and on. Ailments that never end. You're tired of just managing your symptoms. You've had enough of medication being the only option. You need to seek the expert advice from the professionals at Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, they have a proprietary system to analyze underlying deficiencies and toxicities so they can restore your pathway to healing without medication or surgeries. They've seen every symptom and condition and have had great success in restoring patients' health. Get rid of the symptoms. Allow your body to heal and thrive with the help of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Call them today for your initial consultation at 716-264-4248. That's 716-264-4248. For more information, visit their website at 716synergy.com or check them out on Facebook, Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. Looking for a new career where you can really make a difference in someone's life? In His Name Outreach is looking for a few extraordinary people that have come through struggles and challenges. Do you have a calling on your life to help others through tough times? Maybe you like collaborating with other organizations, clinical settings, or calling and checking in on others is your cup of tea. In His Name Outreach offers opportunities to learn and grow in this new developing workforce. Albany has recently voted I know as best practice trainers for recovery coaches and certified recovery peer advocates for Buffalo and Greater Erie. And their new facility and dynamic teachers make learning easy. For more info, check them out on the web at www.ihno.org or call 716-564-3681 to learn more about the classes available to step into this innovative career opportunity. That nervous feeling you get in your stomach is God telling you to join the conversation. Give Linda a call at 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Hey, welcome back. I want to tell you my guest next week is going to be Jimmy Scaringi from Synergy Wellness and Nutrition. Plus, I'll be talking to Chris Baldwin. on. Um, he was going to be talking to us about the National Day of Prayer for downtown um, Buffalo area on May the 2nd at 12 noon. And again, I will have Deborah Multi as she just really helps us to understand and educate us uh, in Jewish culture and why we need to be supporting Jewish people so they can fulfill Aliyah mm-hmm. and going back to their Jewish um, homeland uh, back to Israel. Uh, Deborah, you want to share some scriptures with us? 
Yes, in the Jewish community, they read Psalm 115, 116, and 117, and 118. So meditate on that. I would encourage encourage you. But I'll read just a few portions. In Psalm 115, verse 14 and 15, and this is what I'm asking the Lord to do for everybody who is listening. May the Lord give you increase more and more, you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth. Mm, Those are good prayers to pray for your family and to pray back to God, his scripture. He loves that. He does. Yes. The next, um, 116, verse 12 through 14. What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits towards me? I will take up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord now in the presence of all his Mm. people. I really think we need to get back to acknowledging him as our Savior and put him in the right place that he's first Mm -hmm. in our hearts. He's first in our lifestyle. He's first in our prayers, first in our behavior. Um, Perhaps that's why we have not seen too much power going on through the church and turning things around. You know, we, we haven't have, asked. We haven't asked and held on to these scriptures and let the Holy Spirit move freely among us. You get what exactly what you don't ask for, which is nothing. What are, boy, I, let's underline them and pray them. Yes, these are beautiful scriptures. They're encouraging. Yes, They're not to meditate them when you're beautiful. doing your devotions on Monday before you go to work. Read some of those. Pray them. This is one that I just actually saw for the first time, and it is um, one seventeen. It's only two scriptures, but listen to this. Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Laud him, all you peoples. For his merciful kindness is great towards us, and the truth of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. Mm. So here it is in the middle. I want to say this. Listen, this is actually the middle of the Bible. Yes, it is. Psalm 117. And who is he talking about? The Gentiles. We are truly grafted in to his promises to the Jewish people. His promises to the Jewish people were all-encompassing for all of humanity. Isn't he amazing? So right in the middle of the Bible, he has a heart for the Gentiles. And there is no reason for us to have any division then between the Gentiles and the Jewish people or the Jewish nation. I'm so thankful that we are honoring the country of Israel. For, for that. And we have Gentiles supporting the Jewish nation and people to go back to fulfill Aliyah. That, we're, it's scriptural. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're obeying. Yes. It's wonderful. I love it. I just love it. The next scripture, Psalm 118. I called on the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a broad place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Oh, wonderful. That's even for our first hour when we're talking about um, change, contemplation, and how do we start doing it. Read that again, um, Deborah, because that's what we each need to hear when we're desperate. We need him in our lives, and we need to make a change. So we cry out to him, and the scripture is, I called on the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a broad place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear what can man do to me? Amen. Amen. 
And he will take control of your life and he will make it better and he'll heal you from the inside out. What a promise with circumstances today. Mm-hmm. What a promise for anything that's going on in our life to give us hope in our salvation is that if I call upon him. What else? The Just finishing up. Now we want to go back to the cross. Yes, we have to. And what did he say on the cross in Matthew? I'm sorry, in John 19, mm. verse 30. He says, it is finished. It is finished. And at that moment in Matthew, it talks that the torn, the, the veil that goes into mm. the Holy of Holy was torn from the top down, down, not from the bottom up. So here we have, it is finished. You have to keep it in Exodus, bring it all the way through. And now he's finishing it all up with the return to Israel and his soon coming. So it's such a hope that we have in this season right it, now. It is so complete. Gentile. He hasn't forgotten anything. No, he hasn't forgotten anything. And he's going to he's going to finish what he started. It says it is finished. And he will when he comes back and gets us. And he'll finish what's happening in the world. And he is pro- he is after thousands of years in 1948 completing that last piece. So his, he is outside of time, and we have to just allow the Holy Spirit to take us through the scriptures. With Google, there's no excuse. You know, you can look <laughs> up so much, and you see yes. the relevance of who, how special he is in detail, and how loving he is to send his son. And, and then he takes us full circle then, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So we are helping with Alia. Yes. We're on the move. I will be in New York City next week. Um, we just finished up the mitzvah project, meaning good deeds. Shirley mm-hmm. and a team were it was with Holocaust survivors in New York City, and we'll share some of that next week. But we really do need support. Mm. Um, if anybody wants to go to Israel, please September, the end of September into October 13th, the days of awe, which you mentioned, those yes. are God's days, yes. God's holy days, not the Jewish people. Mm. It's so uh, it's from yes. Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And so, tell us the website for Operation Exodus. www.operationexodususa.org Operation Exodus. Exodus, E-X-O-D-U-S-U-S-A dot org. That's good to say it that way because there are two S's right next to each other in that. And you know what? It is time. Maybe this is this Resurrection Sunday. It's time. You know what? Gentiles and Jews coming together. Mm-hmm. I need to make a donation uh, to help Please. these people yes. go back to Aliyah. You can go on that website and see where to don- donate. Um, and any contribution, because everybody contributing together yes. makes a whole lot of, of money. So don't think, well, I can't give hundreds. You can give whatever God puts on your heart to give because he will, will replace it with blessing and more he always does and it does bless his heart i mean they are the apple of his high yes uh and it's it's wonderful to know because of that then not only does he he blesses he multiplies it Mm -hmm. and then he brings blessing back to you maybe not in a monetary form but such ways for obedience to do that so if you want to and then think about the trip to israel you have to go on the website and look about that that's a now's a good time to go 
The phone number is one eight seven seven six three three seven six one three. Now you've been listening uh, some weeks, and you're thinking, "Oh, I need to do that." Well, now's the time. <laughs> you know, let's just put some um, some intentionality to our thoughts and actually do something. You can't believe how much. Maybe it's an Easter offering to fulfill because I know in Isaiah, as he brings the people back, we get closer. We get closer to his return by the people that he has given the assignment to come back from Aliyah to fulfill and go from where they are to their homeland. We just, um, I think I may have mentioned it, a testimony. One man said, I'm going back to Israel because the good shepherd is calling me oh, back. Oh, amen. Amen. The spirit of God. Thank you. Thank you, Deborah. Hey, have a great Sunday coming tomorrow and celebrating the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. We're so thankful. This has been today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. We'll see you next week, Saturday, 1 to 3. The preceding program has been furnished by Today's Living Hope.